so it's episode three. Uh, all things Barson and why you should ship it. Yeah. Uh, we were gonna do this tomorrow, and then the news came out that Roll is coming back. Yes. Barva is gonna be on the finale, and we decided screw it. We're doing this at. 10 o'clock, almost 10.30 at night for me, and 9.30 at night for you. Yeah, I don't sleep anyway, so, you know, who cares? I only do because my family decides to wrap up, so, you know, but I'm here, mm-hmm. and I'm excited. We are. So, if you don't know, this is our our podcast, Truth Runs Deep. This is, um, and if you're, this is your first, we're so glad you're taking time to listen to us, and we talk about SVU, we talk about organized crime, we talk about all kinds of things, honestly. We talk about fan fiction writing and all things. But today's episode is very special to us. We had pre-planned to do this because it was hiatus, hiatus week anyway. So we we're like, this is the week we're going to do all things Barzin. But little did we know, today would be the day we got confirmation. Hooray! Little did we know. So this is a very so, exciting episode. I'm so excited. I'm coughing. <coughs> I'm asking. Yeah, we... I feel like we always end up choking or something because we've done horrible things and just start choking. Sometimes because we're excited. We did. And then I start, I mean, I have asthma, so I'm always kind of choking, but you know. Anyway, we'll st- I'll stop rambling about my problem, my whole problem. But so, uh, I guess we honestly became friends over Barson, and that's like the craziest thing. Like a year yeah. ago. We mentioned this on the first episode. We've been friends like a year. We don't know how it happened, per se, nope, but I really don't. it happened. So. It happened, all right. So, we are very excited to talk about all things Barson and why you should be a Barson shipper. You should. It is one of the best ships of like, any show I've watched, even though it's not canon. Not yet, anyway. Just saying. May 19th. But, May 19th. Can we... Can we May 19th. And whatever day it is, May 17th, May 19th, I don't remember. May 19th. May 19th. May 19th. Uh, yeah, May yeah. 19th. Okay, yeah. anyway. We're going to probably just, this is, if you're, this is the episode that's going to be the most rambling. It will be, probably the longest episode ever. Who knows? We're just going to go for it. So, should we just hop right in? Uh, With our yes. little notes? Because we have little notes, we have, I have to have notes do we want to talk about the news first? We did. Let's yeah. start with the news and then yeah, we'll okay. come back around because yeah, it matters. So it builds with the story. Of what we're trying to get it to. came out today that it was like Rural, four o'clock for me. Maybe yeah. it was like four ish. Maybe I don't, I don't know. I was not paying attention to time. All I know is a friend sent me the article and I thought that he was sending me like an old article. I did too. The same picture that they used for when he was first coming. And I yeah. look, clicked on it. And I checked the date, and it's at, uh, April 21st, and I squealed into a pillow, because I knew. I don't remember knew. what I did. I kind of just sat here. I was like, I was I typing did, a paper, and I was like, oh. I didn't even, like, pro- read the entire thing. I yeah. didn't either. I was just <laughs> like, oh, no. It's, I read, like, the first in a couple sentences, and I was like, oh, my. It is. But, so, he's coming back. He's going to be defending... A domestic violence victim who needs more help than mm-hmm. the squad can give her. And, and I find this very interesting but also exciting, Amanda is the one who calls him 
mm-hmm. or gets them and is like, we need your help, which is awesome because she was Kelly wasn't in the last no, 23 episode nine. he was in. So now we get Kelly on the whole scenes and I'm very excited because they both, love, they both love each other and respect each other. And yeah, I could go on and okay. on about how, even though it's not like always gay, um, inferred that Barbara and Rollins respect each other. Yes, they have a great friendship. It's not and talked about bad. much. It's not. And they, they have banter, but they also respect each other. Yeah, definitely, definitely, definitely. So. Also, yeah, and they're like, well, Rollins has to do it because, you know, right now, Olivia and him still aren't He's, talking, but can... No, they're not. Can, no, can uh, Rollins be the mediator? I'll be fine. I'll accept that. Rollins can be the mediator and be like, I called him because he's the best defense attorney we know, and you, you two need to get your crap together and talk. Mm-hmm. Well, it's really more on Olivia because, you know, we'll go through this in a second. We have a oh, yeah. very, very theory that's like three pages long, which you won't read your whole thing, but like we three first. Three pages long we, is an entire It might be longer pick. than that because we like, I wrote one, we wrote in what draft the, when we first watched People vs. Richard Wheatley. Then I like, we all thought about it because it's all we could do because everyone was crying themselves to sleep at night. But uh, <laughs> I did. And then I was up at like 3 a.m. because I'm always up at 3 a.m. And then I thought more. And then, like, I watched it again. And then we talked more about this. And then we started writing truth. But that's not part of this story for today. But no. You get not. a writing break, people. We did. We did. Okay, so. yeah. So, Roll's coming back for... Mm-hmm. Oh, and it happens to be the season finale, which is... Yes. Exciting. It is very exciting. I don't remember what the name of the episode is. It didn't, it didn't come out yet. I didn't come out yet. Right, no, cool. Well, no. it's May ni- it's May nineteenth. That's all we know. Yes, yeah, all we know, and we know a little bit of the synopsis, and that's about it. Yes. Yeah. So, uh, I will say people are very concerned. Yeah. About if he's going to go up against Carisi again, and I for one am it. Don't get me wrong. The acting is amazing, and Peter and Rule fill it every single time. And I'm tired of it. Oh, yeah, I'm like, mm, we can't do this again because it'll just cause like, suffering. Pain. It's going to cause suffering for somebody and viewers. Yeah, that already happened the first time. We can't go through like, that again. Every right time. now they're at like one and a half, like one win for Carisi and like, I don't know. A mistrial isn't technically a win, so. Half, it's not... half a win? <laughs> not even? And, I mean, don't get me wrong, from what we know right now, it'd be a case that I feel like we would want him to win. Mm-hmm. But I also don't want him to, like... I'd be much better if some reason Carisi says, I'm not taking this case, and Barbara goes against uh, Baptiste, the other yeah, yeah. Yeah, that would be. I would take that better than Carisi. Or, or if they want to make it a theater extravaganza, they have role go up against Betty Buckley, and I will. Oh yeah. Praise the SBU theater gods for about months. Anyway. Mm-hmm. Interesting idea. There is something I else. Want, I just want them to be like this, be like a team up, and they all work on this case together, like old times. Yeah, definitely. Because even if even though he we've seen. 
the squad work with defense attorneys. Yeah. It's not, like, far-fetched for them to be able to work with Barbara on this case. And it probably shouldn't be considering Amanda calls him. It's like, we need your help. Mm-hmm. Definitely, definitely. And I will say, I think it's, like, finally... I- Sorry. I randomly clicked on Twitter and on the trending page for crime drama. Oh, yeah, Barbara. It was 10.8. Yeah, we're we're all excited. Or we you are know, very excited. excited yeah, excited. no one knows what to think. And no the funny, no. And the funny thing is, I called this. You did. Like, you very much did. A couple weeks ago, because um, SVU diehards, I think, is for the, they like will find the episodes that are coming up. And there was, when we found out it was a repeat where I was like, mm, we'll see. But then when they said which one it was, which was the people versus Richard Wheeler, just 239, the set, uh, I have conflicted feelings about 239. Oh boy. Oh. And I was like, wait a second. But then I was like, wait a second. Then the last, like, you know, in the fall before that episode came out, I guess they played Sightless in the Savage. And then I was like, hmm, they kind of did that again. And they played People vs. Truly tonight because recording is literally like the same day all this news came out. And then that episode came out. I just, I just recently just both watched it again, too. So we have some things to talk about about that episode because, you know, we weren't doing a podcast then. But we'll get there in a second. But I was like, hmm. And then the news came out. We were like, well, I was right. I have some crazy thoughts in my head. Sometimes they're just right. Yeah. Uh, I was going to say, finally, Barbara gets a case that's like, a good case because don't get me wrong the one is sightless i feel like that was a reasonable thing for him yeah it was reasonable it had like a lot of messy stuff because the squad was helping him but also had to help carisi but was mainly helping barbara anyway they were probably still figuring out the kinks of how to write Mm-hmm. Barbara as a defense attorney. Yeah, because they kind of just like you know brought that up. It didn't, but no one knew. I mean, yes, it did, because he says he was a defense attorney for when um in what's the episode called? I don't know. It said Finn. Ooh. Finn is the one who said Liv said he might be considering doing defense work. So yeah, and they knew. They knew, but um. The second time he came, we don't talk about that because no, we, we won't talk about it unless we, you know we talk about it. Actually, it's true, and then we'll yeah. be like, okay, fine. Yeah, because we have a theory, and I think we need to discuss it because I feel like nobody's really nobody's out there. I'll put this out there, out there. I think oh, we yeah, played around with it. It's out there more now, kind of out there yeah. now, but it's not the most popular theory. I think uh, no. it's not the most popular one. But it's one that I think more Barstons lean into. Yeah. However, I don't really see this one out there a lot. So, um, should we talk about that next? I feel like we have to before we loop back around because we have to talk about. I do want to like say why I think this time this case is actually good. Okay. So, Barbara grew up in a house where there was domestic violence. His mom was abused, and as far as we know. He was, too. I mean, it was never, like, specifically said, but basically you inferred it. Uh, Mm -hmm. Because he says... 
Oh, well, it's, it's, it's people in, like, you know, they messed with mm-hmm. the uh, timeline. He's been, my dad's been dead 15 years and my hand curls into a fist every time I think of him. I think, yep. So, yeah, and then they messed yeah, it up in the Forbidden episode and they said seven. Oh, yeah. Forbidden and episode. An episode where they were talking about an abusive father. So yeah, um, he also yeah. has all the SVU six years of SVU experience, and he's been called a feminist icon. So I feel like all that is like why this case is like a perfect case for him to take as a defense attorney. Yeah, because being a defense attorney is not horrible. No, I used to think, I used to think that. And the bar became one, and I kind of like changed my thinking from yeah, looking to like cases that they've taken. Mm-hmm. But for any case that he could take, this is a very good case for him to be defended. Yeah. Okay, so now we can get to. Okay. The so. We, no, I've had this, okay. The okay, I wrote this theory and it's very, very long. However, it's, well, we're not going to go through everything in this, but we're going to kind of talk through this because it's very, very important to, one, the story we wrote, and two, it makes a lot of logical sense when you think about it. Okay, so, if this episode, they kind of, kind of when they, you know, when the trailer came out for 239, they changed the scene, the introduction scene, or not the introduction mm-hmm. scene, that scene. The hug scene that we did not get robbed of. Sad. Robbed. They robbed us. Robbed the robbed. You know, give that back, please, you know. If you can give it back. Give us another one. Give Fine. us something. Give us something back. Cause I feel like I need some cheer in my life. This thing is actually like six pages, not gonna lie. Anyway, so what we're thinking in my head, it makes a lot of sense. Okay, so what I think is you know, Wheatley has knows a lot of like get into any kind of system any kind of just you know he's really hacks like the banks and stuff and all kinds of systems he can do whatever he wants right right yeah so basically if you know he can hack in people's technology so what i was thinking because you know elliot is close with Liv, right so we we can like hack their phones or something whatever it kind of it sounds kind of crazy but it kind of makes sense so if you can find out what elliot is doing find out what olivia is doing and then you know you found out olivia is close with barbara and barbara's a defense attorney right right yes. so i mean obviously you know barb would not take a case like that because that's would not take richard Wheeler's case because there's no honest conclusion you can make of it just because you know there's a it's a mistrial but like you can make whatever substance you want about that but it doesn't really matter in the sense that um either, i mean it doesn't really matter in the sense that you know um the first conversation that um that Barbara has with Wheatley is that he says that like he talks to me they talk for a second he's like what's your chip and then Wheatley says I have a thing for self-made men who work twice as hard and the only thing they have is a chip what's yours and then like Barbara says I don't suffer fools especially for clients and they kind of like talk a little bit more and he's like you accepted my offer and Barbara says whoever says crime doesn't pay wasn't a lawyer so this is an interesting scene because you think about like what kind of things what what does what is the only thing that Wheatley could offer Barbara? Because it's not money. It's definitely not money. Because even Barbara tells him that there's not enough money in the world later on in the episode he says that and in the end of a OC the Christmas episode, which I think is the worst episode in the show, but that's not doesn't really matter. But um 
Oh, we don't. It's just annoying. We don't talk about that. We don't. <laughs> we don't talk. But we don't talk um, about the Christmas episode. We sure don't. That's, it makes me cringe really hard. I can't I'm sorry. say it. I was trying to do. We talk about Bruno. I can't. Yeah. We can't talk about that one anymore. That is the cringiest episode of my life. I almost ruined my uh, my family over that day we were watching it too and i was rude i was very upset i did not want to talk to anybody but my mom oh, was asking trust me i well i i, I know we, we... haven't talked about it but i have to i have to say this in the 2309 olivia was like you haven't asked about to elliot you haven't asked about me once about anything before i leave and the first thing the man decides to ask about is have you been dating i know we're little better to ask questions exactly that's the worst question to ask like this that's kind of that's of anything ask. you could have asked her he asked her that like, and what I is he gonna know, do if she said about, yeah your life about, yeah ask about your kid if you want to uh her kid, i don't think he cares something more, yeah i don't think he does but, but anyway okay keep going i keep getting off track keep going. i know you know. okay so they have that conversation so you, when you think there's nothing like it's like I was saying before. It's not money. It's definitely not money. No. But I mean, there's the only thing that made logical sense to me was that Wheatley threatened to kill Olivia. That's the only thing that makes logical know. sense in my head, because it's not money. It's not really anything else that we can think of anyway. So, um, and it's kind of it kind of fits into. We'll talk about it in a second when we get to the trial, closer to the trial. Yeah. But, um, yeah. So then a little bit later, um, you know, um, Elliot and Olivia are talking and Raphael comes in. And, like, you know, they talk about, like, yeah, Raphael's a great defense attorney. And then, you know, Raphael's really nice to Elliot. And he's like, you know, I'm sorry for your loss and all that stuff. And then he's like, why are you defending the man that killed my wife? But then if you look at this scene very carefully... He, he, Raphael looks around Elliot. Today. To Olivia. Yeah, you have to, like, if you had, like, go watch, like, listeners, like, go watch this episode and watch very carefully yep. for body language. Elliot and, asked him, why are you doing this? And Raphael's eyes flicker over to Olivia and the camera cuts to her as well. Yes, it's very, very, very particular about that. And I think it matters a lot. Especially yeah. when you go through this episode, because there's a lot more instances like this in this episode. So anyway, um, so they so Raphael Elliot leaves. So then Raphael will go into Olivia's office, and she's like, "I know, I know this is how you justify this by the by your, I know this is how you justify this to yourself, but I'm asking you do not take this case because yeah. she kind of he kind of talks about like police. He talks about like police and like injustice in the system, all this stuff, blah blah blah. Um. And she, she, Olivia just clearly does not get it. She really doesn't. Um, because he says, be careful what you wish for. I step aside and and whatever Shark Wheatley hires will not only put NYPD and Stabler. Uh, I left out a word or something there. But you, yeah. But you, you. Um, not only the NYPD and Stabler, but you. Yeah. I up words out or something there. I don't know what happened to my brain. I think it was like 3 a.m. when I wrote this. Um, and these notes are from January 21st, or like the last part of this is. Um, we've had this for a while. We've had this for a while. It says, not only would they eviscerate you. Oh, no. Let's wait. Let's get the line. He says, not not just your partnering with Stabler, but your relationship. You should have never been near this case. Not only would they eviscerate you on the stand, maybe in your career. 
Um, yeah, and he very clearly points that out to her. Like, if you, like, look at, like, look there and, like, watch, like, if you go back and watch 1.0, like, Olivia really, like, makes sure Ellie does not get in much trouble as he should. And she continues to do this when he comes back. Um, and the particular scene we're going to talk about in a second when we get to the trial um, kind of shows that a little bit more. And it's a big, it's a big point also into um, Raphael really does intentionally protect Olivia when he puts, when she's on the stand. So then she says, what, which is, so which is it? Are you protecting me or is this your defense attorney, defense lawyer outrage? Or is this about Stabler? And then he says, I don't know Stabler. Maybe it's the first two out of three. And, you know, two out of three are, are you protecting me? Or in it, and is this your defense lawyer outrage? Um, and are you protecting me? Really, really sticks out a lot too. He could be protect. Yeah, sure, he's protecting her career and her job, but like when you're dealing with Richard Wheatley, he's protecting her way more than that. Mm-hmm. Um, protecting her her life. Like- yes, this is what I, this theory I stand upon. We both stand upon this theory, so. Um, it's very, very, like, it's something about that. Um, 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 this, that theory did not come happen. Okay, so next part in the episode, I think that's right when the trial, getting closer to the trial, the trial, because we're not, um, the other stuff doesn't really matter in between there. Um, so the first thing that was very, I didn't notice this at first until somebody pointed this out, this point out on Tumblr and we threw it into our fic because it matters a lot. So um, when Olivia's on the stand, um, Raphael shows the tape of the, from the return, return of prodigal son, you know, on that episode. And mm-hmm. um, when Olivia and Ellie are interrogating the suspect, it doesn't really matter since I can't remember. But anyway, he gets really, really upset. And then, like, Olivia stands in between the suspect and Elliot. And, like, Elliot, like, grabs her shoulders. and Right? And it's something I did notice. Somebody pointed this out and put the two scenes side by side. Because when Raphael plays the tape, he stops the tape before you can, like, clearly see, like, Elliot grabbing her. And it's... So, like, we, like, there's a parallel of this. So, like, I don't know why I'm talking with my hands. I don't like you can see me, but... It makes sense in my head what I'm doing. Oh, I do a lot. It's fine. Okay. So, um, it's very, in- it's a very intentional choice for Raphael to pause the tape there. Because that would literally, like, because, you know, Elliot's quite a very violent person most of the, most of the time, all of the time. Um, showing that, like, even, like, even though, like, Elliot occasionally says that he loves Olivia, he's angry, he doesn't care. He doesn't really care who's in his way. He doesn't care if he's hurt anybody. He just does what he wants. Um, yeah. And that scene. Hold on. I did not write much very much about that scene. But it's a very, like, important thing to realize. And as you go through the trial and, like, the different things there's some other things you need to know and the most important thing to me is that you look at you have to look at like barbara's body like i i study um 
communication in college. Uh, studying communication in college. So I look at, um, man, I forgot the terms in my head. I have too many things in my head. There's verbal communication and nonverbal communication. And the nonverbal communication is very, very key. And when you look at everything that like, um, I keep getting looking at Twitter, Twitter notifications, and they keep popping up and they get distracted me. But it's very like it's the body language is so key to like understanding like there's something deeper going on in this scenario. And you have to really watch it carefully because I think the first time you see it, it um, the first, um, I think it's when like um, Wheatley wants to like take a break or something. I don't know whatever he asked for. He like, he whispers something in Raffle's ear, then they like go take, they, it's like cut to like the scene. So like Wheatley's talking, like he's really, really close to her. It's kind of creepy. And then, like, if you look down and look at, like, Barbara's hands, his hands are really fidgety. Like, I he's upset. So yeah. clearly today. Yeah, it's, it's very clear hands, if you, his hands shaking, are. His hands are shaking. His hands yes. are shaking even more as, like, Wheatley got closer to her. Oh, and he made it very clear to tell him, yes, I have to be here. In other words, no, I'm not leaving you alone with her. Yeah, definitely. You it's can very have your conversation, but I'm not going anywhere. Yeah, definitely. It's very, very like intentional. You have to watch the episode carefully. If you don't, you're not gonna notice this kind of thing. Because we nope. listen to, I watched it like that day, then I watched it the next morning, and I haven't watched it since. But I've thought about it all the time. Yeah, it's always in my brain because we always write about those kind of things. Um, because we're always writing together like all the time. So. Like the trial, this oh, there's a couple other couple other times, not really in this part, but um later on, when Angela takes the stand, I think it's the other time, I, the next time you kind of really like, really really notice it again, is after Angela is done testifying because you know the whole like, ordeal of like Angela and Elliot, you know whatever they were doing, okay. they were doing something I don't know, it's very strange, um, so he says. Like, they, they go to the other room. It's just Wheatley and Raphael go to the other room again. He's like, what the hell kind of soap opera are you running? And I think that's a... And then he, like, gets angry. And he, like, throws the box of Chinese food at the wall. And it's, like... It's a very interesting scene. Because it's not, like... Because Barbara doesn't really, like, say any, say that much to him. To Wheatley. Like, he doesn't want to upset him any further. No. I think... Did you notice that? He, like, makes his, his statements very brief, although he was at one point, he, like, he was trying to get a reaction out of the jury, and he's yeah. like, well, based on your reaction, I'm going to say that it works. Yeah, definitely. It works, because... Yeah, uh, also something I forgot to point out before that is that, like, Barbara says a lot of things, and then is like, that he's, like, he takes them back. Like, he's very intentional about, like, he says when he, like, when he keeps it and when he withdraws. He withdraws. He says a lot of things that are very interesting. When he, but he's like, I'm he was like, like withdrawn. So those kind of things, I think, were intentional. Just a hint at that, you know, he he's very intentional about, like, what he says and how he says it. You know, you know, like, when, like, people, like, you're, like, withdrawn. Like, you're not supposed to, obviously, like, you know, 
So we're not the record, but you can't forget it from your brain. So I don't even understand how this thing even works. Oh, yeah. He's very intentional what he said. He wanted to make a point, even if, you know, the jury isn't supposed, supposed. to remember it. Yeah. They're going to remember it. Yeah, they're going to remember that, definitely. And that's very, very, like, key to a lot of the things. Anyway, back to where I was, because I have the shortest since been ever. Um, that, that That's just taking more notes. I'll watch it again. But, um... It's very, like, once again, like, Raffle does not want to upset Lily because there's a couple of times he, like, does push at that a little too hard and he can, like, and he looks upset. So he has to kind of change his tactic. I think that happens quite a few times also. Um, yeah. yeah. And then, you know, R- Richie testifies and changes his story, but, you know, that doesn't really matter in this case of the story and um, what we're talking about. So if something's questionable there, we'll never know the answer to that because Richie's dead. So. Nope. Because his dad killed him. Anyway, so the next thing is this. I think it's the next day when Elliot takes the stand, and they have this conversation. Like you know, Baptiste and Carisi and Elliot, and I think Finn is there too. They have this conversation about like Elliot, you cannot blow it on the stand. Like you cannot get angry on the stand. He's like, you have to remain calm and collected. I'm like, dude, you know who you're talking to. Yeah, like, yeah, they should have known who they were talking to. Like, it was going to go bad from the start. But anyway, he gets on the stand. Um, And then there's another time. This is another time where, like, Barbo looks at Olivia before he says anything. I, th- I put this in the notes that we had. Like, he looks at her first. Like, he used to remind himself. Okay. Uh, like he has to remind himself like why he's doing what he's doing. I think it's a very it's a very like intentional and thing you have to like really pay attention to. And you know, Ella gets on the stand and blows it. And not even after like it takes like a good like few minutes and he blows it. <laughs> yeah. He blows it hard. And he gets in trouble. He yeah. He got held in contempt. Definitely got held a good time. And we expected that from Elliot. He was not going to hold himself together. And it's not like any... I don't know if anybody else expected it or not, but I did. He could not hold himself together, especially when it started getting personal. Because he like he talks about, like, Barbara asking, like, are you getting, like, treatment for your PTSD? Uh, are you handling your grief? Are you, like, taking out, being very violent? Like, you're very t- violent you're blaming keep blaming like everybody except like, you keep blaming everyone for this happening for like kathy being killed but like do you know the truth and it really like pushed his buttons then you know he and then he was like are the he's like no i'm for sure it is wheatley and he's like are you sure because to be honest nobody's really sure but and that's what he was hell-bent on believing and he you know he asked the judge like are you getting paid for that and i was like oh you know contempt yeah and that's a problem. So then there's the scene. It is, it's not related to our theory, but I think we need to talk about it. The scene where like Olivia can, Elliot, Elliot and Olivia talk. And she's like, you know, you, you like came to my house and that really scared, like, that, like, you know, that scared me and that wasn't okay. And you gave me this letter and it doesn't even make any sense. And it doesn't, it's very weird. 
And she's like, no, you could have asked me about my personal life before you kind of like threw yourself in, you know, like you said, he loves her earlier on in the show, you know, Corner's Crime and all this other stuff. And it's very, that scene, it probably is the only like time that only, that only that's like the only time that like um Olivia truly confronts Elliot about any, any of the way he's been treating her, the way she feels about him. It might be the only time since he's come back she's been truly honest with him and she hasn't been again since. You know? Hello? You still over there? Hello? Okay, I can hear you. We're good. Okay. We were at the part where Lily wants to take the stand. I had to make a note to myself so I couldn't even remember if I didn't say anything. Um, so that's what we were talking about. Uh, I do want to make a point because I did before. That uh, the uh, judge, we already knew he was crooked. Cause... Oh yeah. Let him go, Joe. Because yeah, that's what the, the DAs call him that. Uh, he shouldn't Carisi. even have been on the Carisi stand because he got like suspended. He did. For, oh yeah, for being. What he's for, doing. Yeah, he's being. It wasn't much a weird stuff. Anyway, that was a weird so, yeah, one. Don't, I, I, it's already I, messed up from I the start. Don't think Elliot was wrong about him being paid off. To be quite honest. Yeah, for once he was not wrong. That's questionable. Yeah. Okay, and then the scene. She finally held him accountable for like you know once, yeah. but you know. Yeah, the only time since. Oh okay. boy. Yeah. And then the. uh it's like the next day, honestly. Yeah, okay. where we, Wheatley wants to take the stand, and Barbara's like, I don't well, want him to do that. First, Barbara was like, the uh, prosecution hasn't given enough reason. Yeah. Hasn't given anything. The defense rest. And then Wheatley was like, actually, to say. it's in my constitutional right for me to be able to take the stand. She's like, actually, I want to say a few words. And Barbara's like, no, you don't. In his usual sarcastic tone. Yeah, he sure and is. Wheatley is like, it's in my constitutional right to want to yeah. take a stand. And yeah, the then judge he, just like Well, he says, before he says, he says, if my lawyer won't go along with that, then I like a change of representation. And Barbara was already fire back. And then, right at that moment. Yeah, and then, they were pretty certain. You could have won that case if it had. I mean, he wouldn't have won that case. Cause yeah. he, I mean, Elliot had blown it already. Oh, yeah. So he kind of looked. ended it there, it would have been done. So yeah. Wheelie had to take the stand. He's a big ego. like Much oh, like yeah. Elliot. Yeah, that's why they're like kindred spirits, honestly. <laughs> Probably not the best choice of words, but like ego-wise, kindred spirits. Uh... Barbara's already to fight back and say, no, you're not taking this case. And then right at that moment, Olivia and Angela walk in the door. You see... Um, hold on. I wrote this down. Olivia comes in, and both Wheatley and Raphael look at him. 
and Raphael looks back at Weekly and he's like, he's the boss. He kind of glanced down, glances down. He gets nervous. And he's like, I feel like that it's very, you wouldn't like fully think of it, but that moment definitely shows something's going on. Wheatley threatened her. Okay. Okay. Okay, we're good. I was like, Carissio knows exactly what buttons to push to make Wheatley get angry. He does a fantastic job. And, you know, he, he's doing okay. He's doing fantastic, you know. Um, I forgot what Carissio He learned from the best. He did learn from the best. Um, uh, but the Wheatley ends up saying, if I wanted someone dead, they would be, including you, Mr. Carissio. He says his name weird. I know he does say it very weird. I was like, it's like Carisi. And I was like, what? what? Why'd you say it like that? Anyway, I know it's that one that too. Peter pauses and he gives like this smirk. Yeah, he's like, it's a done deal. It's like, I got you right where I want to. Mm -hmm. I got threatened in the process, but I got you right where I want you. Yeah, I mean. And then they cut to Barbara and he's like, no, it yeah, I it, feel it like was... in that moment he realized that like he's very serious with his threats, and he's like, "Yeah, he's I'm gonna do. He will do screwed. it. He will do yeah. it. Liv yeah. might die. Uh, head yeah, Liv might die. You know. Yeah, we made this. This is our little theory. This is our you know? theory until proven otherwise. Yeah, it could be true. You never know. We've been right it about a lot be. of things. I feel like they're very. They were very intentional with everything. Very intentional with how many times like Barbara looked at her and all the things he did for her and yeah, yeah so it's very very intentional okay yeah. so Wheatley blows Wheatley also blows up Barbara's yeah. like crap yeah then so. then they is that when we get to the scene that made us all cry yes the four leanies which does not exist anymore apparently it's it closed so literally the last time they ever filming in it was for that scene friends because they're lovely people um who barson yes you know that's yeah. what i was talking about they're very close they were always good friends and they always have been even when he left um and yeah. then she says so now we're gonna have small talk and then he says you know the problem with being an empath it's too easy to lose yourself when other people need you and a lot of people have different interpretations of this this line but some people think that he's talking about Olivia only. That, like, she's really empathetic, especially towards Elliot. However, I think he's talking about both of them. He's talking about himself as well. Because, you know, this is a big ordeal that he took on this case where the save her life, possibly. Yeah. Like, his heart for her is At immaculate. Least the To protect, like she did, he did it to like protect her and her career, at the least, and at the most, her yeah. life. Yeah, at the most, her life. We're still holding on to this. You wrote a whole story about it. Could care about this? This, this is 
So anyway, yeah. here comes the pain. And she goes, just so we're clear, I feel betrayed by you. And I don't know how I'll ever get over it. And we're like, uh, hold on. My heart, that, like, my heart stopped. I was on the couch. First time I heard it, my heart Yeah, stopped. it was pain. That was pain. I've never felt such pain from a TV show in my life. Besides okay. that, that is true pain. It is not. That's the other episode that we won't. Oh, talk the forbidden about. episode. Yeah. yeah, that. Yeah, the forbidden episode. If you don't know what that is, uh, somebody will tell you. We just won't. We don't ever talk about it. Um, we won't ever talk about that again. Because no, it's nineteen thirty. Yeah, yeah. If you don't know, don't don't torture yourself with that. that yeah, that's if you got I, I mean, pain. That I is like true pain. Watch it once, just to know what we're talking about. Maybe yeah, you don't need again. to watch it one time. You'll never have to watch it again. So anyway. And then I think okay. they say something else. And then they, they go, the jury's back anyway. So they go back to the courtroom. Can we, uh, Roll's very intentional with his facial expressions. He does. When, and there when, when Liv told Barbara, I feel betrayed by you and I don't know if I'll ever get over it. His his face. Yes. That you can see the heartbreak so in his eyes. You, you can see the heartbreak. His, in his face, his, in his eyes, it looks like he's about to cry yes i need to know i need to know how they thought about filming that because they they love each other yeah like yeah, you can't tell you. me it didn't hurt after. yeah oh that would hurt that was fair okay so i don't know if we're talking about more pain or not but anyway oh it does it so anyway uh so i don't know um, the rest of the episode just felt like pain same and um, you know the jury is deadlocked. Uh, they uh, they wonder if they, the judge needs worries if they need more time or whatever. But uh, the judge just goes, you know, they don't think they need more time. So you know, it's a mistrial. Uh, and when you look at oh, Barbara asked for the mistrial. Yeah, yeah, Barbara asked for a mistrial. And when you and then like the judge grants grants that. And the way like the facial expression that Barbara makes is it's very intense it's like he looks like he takes like a very exasperated breath i know we have that as my nose and then he looks it's like, like half of it is like this is finally crap. over and then it's I like oh that's not what we wanted in this situation the other part is i got the mistrial thank god it's very mixed and conflicted yeah so the 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 man in him didn't did not did not want to do any of this. Did not want to mistrial. Mm-hmm. But the empath and the good man in him wanting to protect Olivia. Mm-hmm. Like, I did what I had to do. Yeah. So, like, there's this, like, scene. You can see you see it from the back. Like, Wheatley, like, pats him on the shoulder. But we can't see what he, like, says or anything. And it's very, like, mm, what is going on? And they, towards the end, is really you can pick up on there's something going on here. And it's very, very, like, yeah. And then, like, before, like, the, it's not quite the end of the episode, but we don't talk about the rest of the episode because it doesn't really matter to the situation. Um, she, he looks at, Barbara looks at Liv again before she leaves, and he looks very heartbroken and sad, like. But there's also, like, an intense, intense, like, brooding, like, yeah. look. And she yeah. gives him but- the deathiest of death glares. Yeah, and like, that is ew. how we have been left for months. It's it's December 9th. December 9th, and they have not talked since. Fine. 
And he says, I told you once, I don't have referrals for clients. They'll, they'll never be enough money in the world. He says, and then Wheatley says, I disagree. There's plenty of money in the world, Raphael, and I plan to get my hands on all of it. And then Wheatley kind of just get, leaves, gets out of prison, and Marvin looks really, like, su- he looks very concerned. I mean, I would be too if, like, and exasperated. Murderer out on the street. Yeah. It's funny what you wrote. Like we write, write notes with each other. And you you put, and now he's out on the street, sad face. Because he could go kill you people. Did put a okay, sad face. Like you oh, did, wow. you did, and, and that's just where we were left off. Um. And then you know the Wheatley arc went on for eight forever. Freaking yeah. episodes. It did, and it, it could have ended better than that. Honestly, that's kind of oh, it could have. We but, don't think Wheelie's dead. I don't think Wheelie's dead, but you know, Angela. I don't know. Honestly, if he's dead, I don't. Who I don't cares? Care. It doesn't but, matter. Fine. You know, it doesn't matter. This theory that I made it's completely thrown out the window. This other one I made that okay, doesn't matter organize, anymore. Organized crime spoilers for you know people who yeah have don't watch it or but, don't care to watch it or don't care. Uh... The uh, ones who actually found out that Wheatley kind of was involved were Jet and Malachi. Yeah. When yeah. They, they had to do this thing called like a rainbow table mm-hmm. to like figure out like his Wheatley's like password to his account mm-hmm. so they could actually go arrest him again. And they tried like most of the time rainbow table is like and they try like all the important days in people's life, things they want to commemorate. They had a long overnight session trying to figure it out, and they couldn't crack it until Jet had, you know, the genius brain, genius that she is, genius brain burst that. Was we actually involved in? And but then also thinking about that makes you think about like if Raphael knew that all along, like, it makes you think uh, a lot. Yeah, like he pretends like, like he does. Like he when like he's a ghost. That would be like even more of like a uh, question the reason of why did you defend him if you actually knew he was part of this? But it also go to even more of like the he did this for live type mm-hmm. thing. Definitely did, you, did. did you say did you say what the password was or do I have to yeah, say it? Yeah, I said it's it's Kathy's death. The day Kathy, she died. The day Kathy the day Kathy Sabo died was yeah. Richard Wheatley's password. Yeah. Ooh. So that was and our theory. Elliot was pissed. Sure was. And then he went to go beat up Wheatley in an elevator after that. Yeah. yeah. I wrote I'm a theory Kathy. about that, but that theory got debunked. And honestly, my theory would have been better what than the theory? episode. I did. Um that that Elliot would get in trouble, and then like like we we would want a lawsuit against the NYPD. Oh, he showed that's, up. That's what we wanted, actually. Well, uh, actually, I mean, technically, later Ayana yelled at him, and then we wanted a bit more than that. Yeah, had uh, Stabler like commit to like all the crimes that he did, like in a yeah. kind of, like a news conference or whatever. Yeah, that was a kind of. Me, me not forgetting how much crap he's actually done. Yeah, we're like, ooh, we like go back and watch like 1.0 to for research. For research, you're like, wait a second, that happened? Dude, shit. 
not really not be a cop. No. But you know, but, they let it slide because because it's Elliot because it's Elliot Taylor. Yes. They let it slide because it's Elliot Taylor. Definitely. No, it's ands or buts. Yeah. So we're hoping in the season. girlfriend when they have to talk because they're doing this case you know and you know she's probably gonna ask i mean she, no she didn't ask in the moment but i feel like Raphael's gonna have to tell her you know i did why he did what he did which in our minds you can debate this all you want but as you know people who listen to our show but he's gonna have to you know basically tell her that he did it because he loves her he, you know and that i don't know how she's gonna react to that and hopefully it's you know we get some cannon bars because we've been waiting for so long Yeah. Did did you already say that we were like pretty sure Stabler isn't in this episode? Yeah, that's confirmed. He's I didn't say it, but he's not in the episode. That is confirmed. No, he's not in the episode. I mean, after everything that happened, we'll probably get a mention, but you know. He'll probably be in episode. I feel like if they can in Barson, Elliot will have something to say about that, but not until next episode. Oh, for sure. Fine, we'll get like a month of wondering what it's gonna be yeah at least when we're three months about that at least but um what was i saying about that oh yeah they're gonna have to talk and like you know he was gonna want to know why and he's gonna have to say he loved her hopefully she says she loves him too and then you know they become a happy couple amanda can just be the mediator and she'll be like sitting there like yeah i did this you're welcome yeah, talk it out. There. We need talk. to know. Talk it out, talk. please, because we can't keep living like this. No, we can't. Like, I cannot. Keep, I'll keep living. Keep reaching for a healthy. Thick land. Is, oh, speaking of fix and stuff. Did you notice how we fi- we decided to like go back to you know writing Barson this afternoon? And we did. Like, literally after. We did. We, we were, you were like, let's go back to what we were doing. Can't tell you what that is. You need to read the fic. But we were like, let's we go back to right. We went back to it, like, mm-hmm. maybe, like, 15 minutes or so later. The yeah, the new, yeah. Yeah, because we had not been currently writing Marson. Uh, <laughs> Surprise. Surprise. <laughs> it's not good. It's, it's not. We, t- we talked about it last week a little bit, but, like, we, we, we've been pushing that story for a while, and it's a very something bit. Man. You'll, we finally we'll, went back to the happiness. We did. We had to. We've been, been staying. We like, did. We do have a you're the one with the countdown, right? Yeah, so we're like, on day two hundred and ten of waiting since the beginning of season twenty. It's the first episode of two that season two that what am I saying? Since the first episode of season twenty three, it's two hundred ten days. Oh, well, at that least is, it's, hopefully this countdown's gonna end in May. Yes, because that, that that's too long. Oh, so I have a widget on my phone. Again, oh. Now we have another role thing to look forward to in May. We do. So many. May is looking like a good month, y'all. Just saying. Yeah, you have a wonderful birth month. I do. Birthday month. It will be fantastic. So, um, so I guess we need to, because we started, we talked about that part of what we want to talk about today. So, we need to talk about the ship Barson itself. And I think that's a very important thing to talk about. And a lot of people may not understand why this ship is so important and why people actually do see them as being a good couple. So I think we're going to go through that a bit. Let's go through that a bit. Um, there's several why are big, they a good couple? Yeah, right in like, in like the little things that you notice that make them a couple. 
artist, what, what was I trying to say? What was the first thing that kind of made you want to be a bars and shipper? I think it's the question I, I'm trying to ask. That's so the question I'm asking. I don't specifically remember. I don't, I feel like it started in like possibly the end of season 18. Yeah. Start of 19. But I don't have a specific moment that I can think of. I do. Mine was Gone Baby yeah. Gone. Oh, Watching yeah. Gone Baby I Gone is that. That's feel it like for me. that was definitely the specific one. Yes. Um, I didn't write any of these in order. I just kind of was just brain bubbling out of here. I didn't uh-huh. like know what ships were back then. Yeah, I didn't either. I wasn't big into ships. But I, could, I was in like, Rolisi. Like, that was about it. I could see something going on, and I was like, "What is this? Why do I? What? Why do I want something to happen? What is? What is going on? Now I know. Yeah, that I want a little Barson magic. We were talking about that with our friends earlier. That Barson has this little magic to it. That's just the magic of Barson. I does. wanted them to be in a romantic relationship. We do. We do. They make a great one. Um. The farthest thing I think I have, it is really, they kind of talked about love a little bit and funny Valentine. Oh, yeah. Not necessarily about love to each other, but like, it was like, hmm, I could see that maybe. Um, what else? This is also really funny that like, Olivia could always find him wherever he was. And she, they make a joke about it later. She, he's like, how'd you find me? <laughs> you know, I'm she a makes, detective. Yeah. She's always able to find him all the time um they later uh what else um the most the most noted one um i'm trying to go and look in this order none of these are in order i kind of just was going uh of the episode you know because they're talking about like adoption and stuff and uh she he holds Noah like a bomb. It's the funniest thing. But like the fact that Olivia trusted him to hold her son, even though she does not know how to hold it. You no, know, he doesn't. Literally, like he's a bomb. But she's like, "Here you go. I'm gonna hold my son for me." And she's like, "Uh, sure." Yeah, I know. It's it's a very cute little scene. I love it. It means a lot to me that like she trusted him like that. Um. So another incident that I think is also very key is the episode Townhouse Incident and how nobody knew Olivia was gone except for him at first. I why would first off why would nobody else know you were gone? Like man, nobody like, knew where God. she was. She was being held hostage and nobody knew where she was. And then at one point, Rafa he was like, "Where's Liz?" and and is like, uh, oh, at like this conference this morning. And then Barbara was like, no, she was there with me and it's over. He was like, oh, yeah. He's like, she did not get there. I'm like, bro. And then, Where, they, get no a, one... and then they get a text that says, yeah. uh, from Lucy comes in. She's like, I got a text from Liv. They read it and it says, uh, I need you to pick up Lewis from daycare. And Creasy's like, I think it's Creasy. At least, like, who's Lewis? And then Barbara's like... Yeah, because no one else, everyone else except him would know. Oh, crap. Yeah, because Creasy wasn't there when that the Lewis it's, is the story was playing around. Lewis has basically become, like, SVU's code of 
1013. Officer needs help. And Barb is like, oh, God, we gotta go find her. Like, now. Olivia really is a Bravo, and that's such a very, like, careful and very unique thing that he cares immensely for her. And he and she care, very immensely cares for him. They're very protective of each other. They are. And it's not like a possessive no. protectiveness. It's like, I you want you very to be clearly okay. See, yeah. I want you to be happy. I want you to be healthy. I will still go to the ends of the earth to make sure you're protected. But it's like a healthy protection. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, and then the episode Know It All, you know? Thank you guys so much for listening, and we'll see you in the next episode. Bye!